Listen, I'm a pretty good shot when it comes to uh, shooting firearms. I'm pretty good. My son is actually better than I am. But it is a diminishing skill if you're not practicing all the time. And honestly, going to the shooting range and paying for ammunition is just so I bleed expensive. I, I, I can't bring myself to do it, especially since it's not easy to replace. This is why I started using Mantis X, and I highly recommend Mantis X. It is high-tech, easy to use. It is a system that started with the Marines, now widely used by the military, and it, inhel- it helps improve your shooting quickly. You just attach it to the firearm, connect it with an app on your smartphone or your tablet via Bluetooth. Then whenever you're firing either actual rounds or dry firing practice, it gives you instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct it. It's amazing. Start improving today. You're going to save a lot of money. It's MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. Do it now. Chip Roy joins me next. Here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. There is no room to compromise. We have to stand together if we are to survive. Look, there is something going on, and um, we have seen from what has happened historically and to other countries in our lifetime, the destructive end of the way of life kind of consequences that happen when you money print and we're already seeing it in inflation and credible scholars now say it's coming here now i don't know what it is i don't think any of us know how bad it's gonna get but if our government cannot cut eight to twenty percent to return the out of control spending of 2019 pre-covid If they can't live off of that now, well, then honestly, due to the amount of destruction that is possible and likely, according to economic scientists, I propose we shut the government down, but only for 15 days to slow the spread of this out-of-control spending. We're talking to Chip Roy in 60 seconds. Let me tell you about a young woman named Leisha who found herself in an unplanned pregnancy. She didn't know what to do. She felt alone. She had searched for preg- pregnancy services, and thank God she happened upon a preborn network clinic. There she was counseled, supported, and offered a free ultimus, uh, ultrasound. And after she saw the baby hearing the heartbeat, she cried, cried hard. She was so afraid. She didn't know what to do, but she knew she had to keep her child. She soon gave birth to a baby girl who is smart and beautiful and full of life. And often, Leisha visits that same clinic now because she gets free clothing, diapers, and so much more. This is the power 
of caring not only just about the baby, but caring about the mom, too, and seeing real life and knowing how to reach out and help them. Now, this happens about 200 times a day because preborn is out there on the front lines. If you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift to save babies in a big way? Tanya and I are all in on this. Your tax-deductible donation of 5000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours. It'll help rescue 200 babies. To donate, call pound 250. Say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. Or donate securely at preborn.com slash back. That's preborn.com slash back. Do it now. Sponsored by Preborn. The one and only Chip Roy is uh, with us now. Hello, Chip. Glenn, how are you, sir? Well, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Uh, I, I, I will tell you that, you know, if we cut 20%, cut back 20%, that would bring us back to the spending levels of 2019. And people like Kevin McCarthy are worried that we can't even get 8%. If that's true, why is he still leading the, the Republicans? Well, like this, this is a fundamental question. It has been a failure since the Memorial Day deal was cut. Uh, in which we, unfortunately, uh, cut a bad deal. I say we, I didn't obviously vote for it. Um, and, you know, we, we have been moving forward since then, trying to get to the place where we can get what, where the American people want us to go, which is to actually cut spending, actually take the positions that we need to take and pass the laws we need to take to secure the border and force Biden's hand and go through the other issues you and I both care about, Department of Justice, weaponization, and so forth. You and I both talked about it on your show before. I know I can't get every single thing I want. I know that. But if we can't meaningfully cut spending along the lines of what you just described, meaningfully secure the border, meaningfully restrain DOJ, then I don't know why the hell we're here. I don't either. And that's, that's the question. Now, so, we just oh, – no, go ahead. No, go ahead. We just – go ahead. Well, what I was going to say is we just passed a rule last night because of the 20 – because of the Freedom Caucus, uh, demanding that we move forward with regular order to move appropriations bills. There's a lot of good policies embedded in those appropriations bills, limiting what Biden can do, constraining the use of dollars. It does not cut enough yet. I'll be honest, Glenn. It does cut. We passed more cuts last night. We got to get through the sausage of the next 48 hours to see where it lands in terms of total cuts. It's going down. That's good. Uh, but we got to keep moving the ball forward and then kind of let the dust settle and see what we get on the amendment process. We can't be uh, hypocritical here. If we believe in an open process and opening up and having amendments, you got to let it play out, see what the end result is, and then look in the mirror and go, okay, is this good enough? And so for me, we're going to decide the next 40 hours, 48 hours, are we cutting enough spending in these bills on the floor? And this is the critical part. Are we going to secure the damn border? That is a just absolute deal breaker, 100% red line for me. It's a burn the place down, take, you know, absolute no hostages. We're going to secure the border or the Republican Party is going to end. That's where we are. So we're going to force that question, but also force the question on cuts. Uh, We're having meetings today and we're going to keep pushing as hard as we can. But here's what I would do. Okay, I'm going to be very clear. We should not leave this weekend. If we leave this weekend, that's a failure by our leadership. Everyone should be here. We should be voting. We should be voting on Friday, on Saturday, on Sunday, on Monday, until we get the job done. Send the bills to the Senate. 
We should tell the Senate, your bill is dead on arrival, McConnell. Don't pull that crap. I don't care if you have 32 idiotic Republican senators who voted for a garbage continuing resolution last night that gives more money to Ukraine and didn't touch the border. They should be ashamed of themselves. Only 17 Republicans voted against that. We should stand up as the House, led by McCarthy, and tell McConnell to stick it up his rear end and say, absolutely not. We should be here this weekend. We should pass these appropriations bills. We should cut funding. and We should absolutely die on the hill to secure the border. And if we don't do that, then we need to change things in the House of Representatives for Republicans. So help me out on something, because I was disappointed when I saw it, uh, but I don't, I don't believe it, but I don't know what to believe anymore. Jake Sherman tweeted out, Chip Roy says Congress needs to stay this weekend to pass the CR. He says he agrees with the st- CR strategy and bill. I don't believe that. Tell me that. No, that's, a, no, that's, that's minions inside a room live tweeting out bogus crap. What I said was, as I was two weeks ago, and I, you and I talked on your show, I do support sending a funding bill that cuts spending with H.R. 2, the border security bill attached to it, over to the Senate. I absolutely support doing that while you move appropriations bills, because then you browbeat them that you're funding troops, you're funding Border Patrol, you're cutting spending and you're securing the border. Now you go on offense and you crush the Senate Democrats and the president, and you stick it up McConnell's rear end. That's why I would pass that bill. They won't pass it in the Senate. We would pass it with cuts, border security, funding for troops. That's what I support. If, if that's not what we put on the floor, I'm not going to support it. Meanwhile, we've got to move the appropriations bills. No, I do not support a CR that people think a CR is. It's not a CR. It's an 8% cut or a 20% cut, whatever it is. Send a cut over there, secure the border, and make sure our troops are funded. That's how you win the message. But I'm not going to support a CR. That's ridiculous. Uh, do you happen to know how Texas Senator John uh, Cornyn voted on that uh, Senate budget? I, I, I do. I do. And, and, and he unfortunately was, was one of the, uh, whatever the total was, 30-ish or so uh, Senate Republicans. He, he certainly wasn't one of the 17 who voted no. Um, uh, do you have Senator to move and others? Do you have to move from where you live to be in some special district or anything so you could run for his job? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to take the bait, Glenn. I'll just <laughs> say that the Constitution only requires that you be a resident of the state of the state. OK, to be a senator. I just I thought that's what it was, but I'm just thinking senator i'm a congressman that that would be uh that would be good so uh chip how strong because nothing can pass without congress and uh that will only happen is if the freedom caucus stands firm how firm are you guys when it comes to you know the 15 days to stop the spread Yeah, well, we're firm on rejecting what the Senate is sending to us. We're firm on forcing the appropriations bills to move in the direction of cuts and to make sure they've got the right policies in place. Uh, Where There's still some gray areas over these next couple of days on those four bills. There are some provisions in there that need to change. For example, there's some Ukraine funding. It's small amounts in in the underlying bill, but there's some Ukraine issues we need to address. Um, we, you know, we got to stop the Senate bill just added $6 billion onto a 45 day continuing resolution of last year's spending levels with no help for the border. Like I said, a minute ago, Jeez. we got to fight that. So 
So we're trying to get through the bill. So we're united on a lot of these fronts and issues. We're just trying to figure out the right play. Uh, but the, here's the critical issue. What House Republican leadership needs to understand, you go cut a deal with Democrats to do this, and it is the end. They need to understand that. It what is does that end. mean to you? It will be World War III within the Republican Party. It will be an absolute, unmitigated separation, a break. You will not go cut a deal with Democrats to jam through a spending bill that does not secure the border and perpetuates a war in Ukraine without accountability, without transparency, and that we shouldn't even be doing in the first place. This is, these, are, these are deal breakers. So th- th- we're trying to make very clear what we are going to expect and demand out of this. And a lot of my colleagues in the Republican Party are bringing out their tropes, their tired old rhetoric, right? Oh, well, you know, we, we got to be united and we got to make sure, you know, you guys are over there saying that, that uh, you know, we're somehow lacking backbone and we're squishes. And look, politics is a tough business. Suck it up, buttercup. We have to stand up for what we're, we were sent to Washington to do. And so that's my position. And it's not a hard one. Um, and look, I, again, Glenn, you and I both, we've talked about this before. I don't pretend to know all the answers. I don't pretend to know, yes, there's a time when you have to look at each other and go, yeah, that's good enough. We, we got something here. We can't get everything we want. Everybody understands that in negotiating. But the American people are tired of the bullcrap excuses by Republicans and a failure to hold the line. So when Speaker McCarthy says he's going to hold the line on the border, okay, show me. Show me that you're going to do that. Show me that we're going to hold the line on spending, as you've said you would do, and the border, as you're now publicly saying you're going to do. Reject McConnell. Stay here over the weekend. Pass these appropriations bills. Do the work. Convene the Appropriations Committee. Move the DOJ. We call it CJS approves, Commerce, Justice, and Science. Move that through the House with all of the changes we need to put in place to restrain the, the, the Biden, uh, you know, uh, Merrick Garland Department of Justice. Let's do our work. Let's fight through all of this. And if in the middle of that, we need to have a cut to spending in the form of a stopgap funding measure that's attached to HR2 and border security, yeah, I'll support that. But nothing else. No clean CRs, no more Washington gimmicks. We've got to move forward. Uh, I will tell you that I've been, I've been waiting for this moment for about 15 years. Uh, and I, I hope that we are there in in many ways. You know, Charles Sum, uh, Sumner s- stood up in, I don't remember what it was, 1853, something like that. And he realized that neither the Whigs nor the Democrats were serious about doing anything to stop slavery. And he stood right. up in the well of the Senate and he said, the South is sleeping with the whore of slavery. And I've been waiting for somebody to stand up and say, the Republican parties. And the Democrats are sleeping with the whores of big business and special interests. Uh, Now, he almost was beaten to death uh, because he said that. But what was interesting was both the Whigs and the Democrats were against him. And that's what gave birth to the Republican Party. And the Whigs went away immediately. The next election, they were done. And I really think that this is the moment and i don't think that the republican leadership i think that they believe they have 
you know, all of the big business, the big, you know, the big donors and everything else. But all of those people are going to wake up to a very different world politically if this goes through. You're done. Really, truly done. Well, that, and that's, that's what I was trying to get out there, Glenn. I mean, yeah. like some of these things, just they are what they are. I know where the American people and the Republican electorate is. Um, they, the, there are certain Republicans who take way too much comfort in their handful of their little circles of the sort of business establishment. And that is not where the American people are. The Republican Party has got to actually stand up for something again. We have to actually connect with the American people with a vision for what we want to do or go into the ash heap of history and there will be a new party. But we can no longer continue to do this uniparty garbage where we are nothing but Democrat light. And that means, look, again, can I get the 33 percent cuts that you've got to get to non-defense, non-veteran spending in order to fully achieve 2019 levels? I don't know, Glenn. You know, or we're going to have to go figure out how to go restrain defense and veteran spending, which is complex, as you know. But if we can't go get meaningful cuts, 15, 20, 25 percent to the non-defense, non-veteran portion of our spending. I'm not saying veterans and defense don't need attention. They do. You and I would agree on that. But if we can't do that, then why the hell are we here? Don't come talk to me about what you're going to do about Social Security and Medicare when you don't have the balls to cut the Department of Justice. Seriously. Like, if you can't cut the freaking, you know, uh, EPA, if you can't cut, you know, HHS and the bureaucracy there, if you can't cut this bureaucracy, you're never going to touch reforming Social Security and Medicare to make it work for people and make this country solvent. So I'm tired of all the excuses. We've got to do our job. Last night on the floor, we're voting on amendments on the uh, ag bill. And there's a bunch of amendments there that the Farm Bureau wants. Of course, they're a lobby. I go see them. I love them. I love small farmers. I want to help small farmers against these big corporate whores that are screwing them. I want to pass bills to help them. But I'm not going to just go, sorry, I can't touch cutting ag bill because the Farm Bureau doesn't like it. That's crap. Just like saying you can't cut, you know, and eliminate Ukraine funding or cut defense because, oh, there's some other special interests that don't like it. That's crap. We have a job. And frankly, at this point, we need to just do straight up across the board sequesters and do our job to drive the numbers down and then force us to the table to to do the appropriations both the way we're supposed to. But again, on a positive note, because of the work of conservatives, we're actually voting on individual appropriations bills with amendments this week. It's been a long time since we've really done that. So we're working it through the process. We're trying to drive the numbers down through the cuts and through the amendments. And then we've got to force the hand of leadership, and that's going to be the question over the next couple of weeks. Um, hey Chip, I'm going to put you on hold. Tell our producers if he can stay on for just a couple more minutes. He's got to run. Yep. Uh, okay, just put it on hold and find out if he can stay. Um, I've got to take a quick break and just tell you about Michael that lives in Monroe, Georgia. He is uh, he's a, he's the owner, yes, of a German Shepherd puppy named Harley. And Harley wasn't crazy about her kibble food. She would... She'd eat it, but without any enthusiasm at all. If you've ever had a seven-week-old puppy, uh, they're pretty enthusiastic about everything. Anyway, Michael decided to try Rough Greens after hearing about it on the program, and guess what? Harley's appetite and enthusiasm went through the roof. She basically became a completely different dog. That's what Michael said. My dog had the same reaction to it. 
as uh, as Uno did. Now, this is not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. You sprinkle it on the dog's food. It has everything natural and healthy for uh, for them. You just put it on top of their food and watch the changes in your dog. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Call 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33. The first trial bag is free. You just pay for shipping. 833-GLEN-33. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay. Okay, I only have two minutes with you. Um, is there anyone that it would be helpful to have the listeners call? Well, look, that's always a question, right? I mean, you know, make sure your congressman, wherever you are in the United States, knows that you want to see spending cuts, you want to see the, the, the border security. And, and, and let me just really focus on that, that issue, on the border security. That issue is something that can and should unite us. If we can't do it now, after 304,000 encounters in August, after all of the things we are seeing now, the ridiculous numbers, the 11,000 in one day in Eagle Pass day before yesterday, then we're never going to do it. So light up your phones with your members of Congress. Let them know you stand with conservatives. Do not fold. Cut spending. Secure the border. Hold this government accountable, DOD and, and DOJ. Uh, and let your senators know. I mean, golly, Glenn, 17 Republican senators out of 49 had the fortitude, the spine, the cojones to stand up to Mitch McConnell and the Democrats from passing last year's bloated omnibus spending bill plus $6 billion for Ukraine and nothing for the border. That is shameful. It is absolutely shameful. Chip, remain standing. Let us know. When is this going to come to a head, do you think? When are we going to know? Well, in the next 48 hours, we're going to know whether we are able to get these appropriations bills done. I believe the government will shut down on Saturday night. The question is going to be whether we pass a stopgap cut to spending plus HR2. That's debate. We're, being, we're debating that in the conference. And then I think between now and October 13th is going to be D-Day, right? Because October 13th is when checks would need to go out to members you know, in the military and others. So I think you've got about two weeks here where you're going to see whether leadership has a spine to stand up and fight for what needs to be fought for. Okay. We're standing with you. Thank you so much, Chip. Appreciate it. God bless. See you God on. bless you, Ben. Glenn Beck program. When one of our service members dies, is catastrophically injured in the line of duty, who is there to help pick the family up? When we have veterans who return home to this country and they end up homeless on the streets, who's reaching out with a deserved helping hand to get them back on their feet? Who's helping our nation keep its sacred vow to never forget the horror of 9-11? Certainly not the government. And if we want the government to do less, we have to do more. An answer to all of these is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. In their line of duty programs, they include Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, uh, Smart Home, and Homeless Veterans programs. 
that help families on the road to recovery and their never forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrances all over America. There are about 80 runs and walks and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings, barbecues, even kids' educational programs. And 95 cents of every dollar donated goes to these programs because Tunnel to Towers keeps its word. T2T.org. Donate $11 a month now to T, the number 2T.org. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn and subscribe. Use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks. So, Stu, how many Democrat? Uh, sorry, how many Republicans voted against the Mitch McConnell? Let's just keep this thing going. Mm. No cuts to spending. In fact, we're going to end add some more for Ukraine. How many Republicans actually stood right. against it? The vote was seventy-seven to nineteen. Nineteen. Nineteen, 19. Republicans voted 19. against 19. it. Mm-hmm. So all uh, all Republicans who voted against it. Yeah, but only nineteen of them. On uh, nineteen, mm-hmm. how many are there in the total? I am trying to. Uh, that's a good question. What, 40 Forty-eight. Forty-nine. Some. So yeah. there more than nineteen. More that's than nineteen. Yeah, we that's should point. point out those. You know, in fact, can we have Sarah? Can you just? It's a. Yes, some distinguished ah. music here. Okay. To name the 19 that stood up to Mitch McConnell. They will forever be etched in these hallowed walls. Please recognize Marsha Blackburn. Senator Marsha Blackburn. Mike Braun. Mike Braun. Katie Britt. Katie Britt. Ted Budd. Ted Budd. Ted Cruz. The Honorable <laughs> Ted Cruz. Yeah, that's right. Cruz is from Texas. Wouldn't it be interesting? It's the Honorable Ted Cruz. Wouldn't it not be interesting if we had two senators from Texas that were like Ted Cruz? Well, you of- would need another honorable man, and we don't have one now. No, we do not. Uh, Steve Daines. Steve Daines. Deb Fisher. Deb Fisher. Bill Haggerty. Bill Haggerty. Josh Hawley. Josh Hawley. Ron Johnson. Ron Johnson. <laughs> Mike Lee. Mike Lee. Cynthia Lummis. Oh. Cynthia Lummis. Her. Roger Marshall. Roger Marshall. I don't know why you're sounding <laughs> like that now. And and Rand Paul, the host of Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Rand Paul. Pete Ricketts. Pete Ricketts. Eric Schmidt. Eric Schmidt. Rick Scott. Rick Scott. Tommy Tuberville. Tommy Tuberville. And J.D. Vance. And J.D. Vance and the Saturday Night Live <laughs> band. Those are those the are names 19. of those 19 that actually stood against Mitch McConnell and another year of let's keep spending. Now, that's hang on just a second. Hang on. There are those. Stop the music because there are those now because I I'm pretty sure we don't have just 19 
senators that are Republicans. Right. right. We have more than that. We have more and than that. And there's a lot that voted yes to this. Really? It's interesting. Well, what is interesting? I have this card that I keep uh, by my desk here, mm-hmm. and it says 2024 primary targets. Yeah, so people that are that are in the Senate that want to run again. Right. Maybe and we should primary. primary get them out, right? Because get them out of there, right? So they don't they don't they don't do the crappy job that they're doing. Right. Okay. And there was nine on the list that were a, a possible candidates to be primary this nine time. Nine on the <laughs> list. Nine on the list, huh? And I noticed this is just probably coincidence. Right, sure. That the ones that we shouldn't primary, right. we shouldn't bother with, they have pretty good records. They all voted no on this. Huh. Ted Cruz. Rick Scott, right. Marsha Blackburn, Josh Hawley. Hmm. Then the ones in the middle split. Now, wait a minute. Hmm. If we're going to put them in the Hall of Fame, we should put them in the Hall of Shame as well. Okay. I mean, equal. Do you have anything, you know, really appropriate for... Okay. Okay. All right. So, okay, now I understand why it's appropriate. Got hmm. the cash register in the background. Uh, these are people that we should primary that voted against that. Yeah, so uh, I mentioned Deb Fisher. She voted the Deb, right way on Deb this Fisher one. Deb Fisher did, uh, yeah. She was kind of in the middle on this list. John right. Barrasso, though, yeah. he voted with Mitch McConnell on it. Now, That's where is John Barrasso? He's in... Uh, Wyoming. Wyoming. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, wow, I... I thought that there were some real cowboys in Wyoming. Do they would, want uh, a senator voting this way? No, is they, that wanted, what they wanted. Uh, what I hear in Montana is they love or Wyoming. out of or Wyoming. What they love is out of control spending. Oh, they do. Yeah, they love it. Huh. Love it. Out of control spending and even more to Ukraine. You know where people super duper love out of control spending Where? and giving their money to Ukraine? Where? Mississippi. Mississippi. They, they love, love it, it there. They love it. That's why Roger Wicker voted for the additional spending to go forward. Wow. Yeah. Roger Wicker. Now, I wonder now, if there's anybody, anybody hmm. at all, that has a bigger spine. I don't know, but could, I will say... could primary him. It's one of the... He was actually our number three target on the primary Get list. Get out of yeah. here. Wow. Uh, that's pretty interesting. Now, you said target. I did say target. Which is um, wrong for two reasons. Strangely, they're opposed to each other. One is... Oh, that's right. One says the, the Sarah Palin way, and, and one is the, the... We're supposed to boycott it way. I yeah. can't keep track of all the targets. Right. I'm just going to say, uh, primary... People. People. We're going to people. We're mm. going to primary these people. Um, Roger Wicker, uh, Mississippi, would be great if there was someone. How about, do people in North Dakota, how do they feel about out of control oh, spending? Oh, they, they love they, it. They love it, too? They love it. They, they, they adore they're it. Like, there's so many people mm. up there that are like, I want to pay more in taxes. Because like Roger Wicker, in 2024, Kevin Kramer could Kevin be, Kramer? Could be primaried, wow. in theory. Kevin Kramer, a guy who said... No, I think we can keep spending this way. I don't understand inflation. Yeah, why not? Let's just keep doing it forever. Right. Okay. You know what? As they said with Ukraine, it should it should be it should also exist with overall spending. Yeah. As much as it takes for as long as it takes. Amen. Just brother. keep spending and spending and Amen. spending until oblivion, no matter what happens. That's right. That's the right thing. Mm. And then this one's this list is a little defunct, I have to I will say, because by far the number one target on the primary list was Mitch Romney, who shockingly enough also voted for this piece of crap bill. Okay. Um well, here's the good news. I have good news for you. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna break the I'm gonna break the news for the Romney family. 
but his son is going to be running for his position. Yes. What, who, why, why is there not? Mitt Romney's Mitt son. Mitt Romney's son is going to be running for. Is why it, won't anybody join me in the applause? Is that ser- Please tell me that's not serious. His son is going to be running for Senate. Ow, that last clap was just because. <laughs> Wait, I was is that really? Him. Has it been announced? Nope. Is I'm it, announcing it for him. Is he really doing? Is this really going to happen? Yes. No. Yes. Please tell me no. No. Please, please tell me you're lying. I'm not lying. This is one of your theories. No. Nope. You know what I can see happening yeah. is. Is it one of those? Sure, I can see this happening. But is that it? Or do you actually know? Because the last time I asked you about something like this, you seem to know a lot about it. Maybe some inside information about this particular topic. I have topic. no inside information. That would be... Well, if I had inside information, then just higgledy-piggledy went on the air. Wouldn't that be irresponsible of a broadcaster You're like me? You're the most irresponsible broadcaster I've ever met. you have your answer now, don't you? Good God. Is this why no one is stepping up in this race? Hmm? Is this why no one is stepping up in this race? Well, there are other reasons that no one is stepping up in this race. But uh, will someone step one. up in this race and stop and, and stop the uh, an oncoming dynasty from happening? This can't. No, please tell me it's not real. Just, I just, think just there tell is. Me it's not real. I think there is one person, but they will not have the backing of the big money that Romney pulls. In. Well, no one's going to have that. To be yeah, fair. But think of think of Mitt Romney like 40 years old. So he could be there for 40 or 50 years. Oh, that's great news. Yeah. Great yeah. news. And there's been multiple generations of Romneys that have had lots of political power in our yeah. country. That would be great to so extend that. So I love that. that. I love these dynasties. Yeah. You know, that's oh. what we ran away from, you know, in England, you know, these royalty families. Yeah, but that was, then we later realized that was the good part of it. <laughs> yes. The bad part was You're the right. weather. And the You're good right. part here, we could keep... Keep the whole, you know, family legacy dynasty thing and then yeah. just get rid of all the rain. Yes. You know, yes. that's why it worked we out here. well for everybody but Seattle. Right. And and so yeah. we're sorry. We make mistakes. Yeah. Um, uh, but so you think this is really going to happen? You are you are convinced this is this is real. Mm-hmm. Somebody you need to get out ahead of it. You can't just wait until he announces and and then it's like, oh, another Romney. Probably half the popular. I mean, 30 percent of the voters still liked Romney. Mitt, I mean, so probably forty percent will so like the kid. Will, yeah, everybody will be like, "Oh, it's it's a, it's a Romney." It's probably I, okay. I don't know which one. He seems nice. Could be one of them. As long as it's Romney, I'm for it. It's like me with Top Ramen. I'm okay with Top Ramen. I don't care what flavor it is, chicken, beef. I'm okay with it. You want some ramen? Yes. Mm. It's like that with the voters. <laughs> Apparently, thirty percent of the voters in Utah want a Romney. Yes. I can't. Please don't let that happen. Please. Someone. Now, I'm actually, we'll telling say, you, there are people in the happening. race and they are. Try, there have been people who have stepped up, but they don't seem to be uh, uh, to be well moneyed enough, let's say, to uh, to 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 fight off uh, that type of challenge. There is another name that is going to run. What's the name? I'm not going to give it to you because I'm not on. Ethics. You gave me I'm the, not going to. You gave I me the Romney name. I am not going to. And now you want me to soil myself even more? No, I learn from my mistakes. Mm. Let, let me uh, ask me tomorrow. 
I will ask you tomorrow. First of all, you never learned from a mistake the entire time I've known you. So I don't believe that at all. <laughs> but I, I don't think that's entirely true. Oh, it's, well, I mean, I think there were sometimes you learned from mistakes, but it was technically before I met you. So <laughs> it was a very long time ago. But here's the thing. And I, and I will... Uh, there was a, let me just put another example. And this <laughs> okay, is a very random, right. it's got nothing to do nothing with this hour's this. programming, no, for example. Not a thing. Not uh, a nothing thing. to do with any guests that invited, no. that, we, that happened to be here this no. hour. But uh, Texas has two senators. Two okay? senators. One is Ted right. Cruz. One is Ted Cruz. One is Joe Manchin. Wah, wah. <laughs> okay. Now, does Texas need to have one really crappy Republican? We can elect any Republican that gets to the general, basically. Any of them are going to win. So why do we have one that's good and one that's terrible? Shouldn't we change that, right? And so maybe if fairness, someone would step up I think eventually. in fairness, mm-hmm. those who are, you know... Uh, riding the short bus of conservative values. You know, in fairness, Mm -hmm. we could easily elect, you know, a full-fledged conservative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, easily. But shouldn't we give those that are a bit challenged in their views a chance? First of all, no. But secondly, (laughs) there was an attempt at building a long-term legacy of a name, this one, Bush, who would eventually rise to a position just like this. A person who would be the next senator from Texas. You mean a George P? Maybe a George P? If we could get George P and a Romney? (laughs) But are you kidding me? That is a dream come true for most of America. They're like, I want another Bush. I want another Romney. Hmm. But what happened, Uh because they thought, thought, well, why don't we get George P. Bush to take out Ken Paxton, and then he can rise to these levels. Over yeah. the, and when Cornyn's ready to leave, you mm. slot George P. right in there. But what happened? That was stopped by the voters of Texas. Huh. So what can happen here in Utah is the same thing, because you have one great senator in Mike Lee. Why is your other one terrible? And the answer is you can actually stop this now, if uh, a good candidate is able to present of, themselves, too much of America is like me. We don't we don't learn from the mistakes of the past. We just don't. No, We're uh, like, no, I'll. So, I, can you hit me with a hammer in my head again? Mm-hmm. Sure, why not? That sounds like fun. Bang! Ow, that really hurt. Hey, could you hit me in the head with a hammer again? Mm. Bang! Yeah. Did it hurt again? Hurt again. Wow. Yeah. Hey, Stu. Yes. You have a hammer. Yes. Would you hit me in the head with a hammer again? I'd love to. So here's the, uh, there's a part underneath the hood of your car that's about to malfunction. You know that. I mean, you don't know which one it is. You know, you don't know what's about to go wrong with your car. I don't know what's about to go wrong with my car. But if my car doesn't have a warranty, something's about to go wrong. This is why you need to have and enroll with CarShield. You need to have a protection plan, and you can get one that starts as low as $100 a month. It's flexible month-to-month coverage, so you're not locked into a long-term contract. You get to choose your ASE-certified mechanic, 24-7 coast-to-coast roadside assistance, complimentary towing, rental car options. You also will get no long-term contract. Now, They handle all of the paperwork and everything else, so it's not a hassle. But most importantly of all, 
while they're while you're not locked into a long term, you have a price lock guarantee. Your price will never go up. No matter how many claims you file, it won't go up. No matter how much mileage you put on your car after you sign a deal, it will never go up. No matter how many dollars might be printed by, let's say, somebody like a Romney. Car Shield. Visit Car Shield today, 800 227 6100. 800 227 6100. CarShield.com slash Beck. Glenn Beck. I'm going to be watching uh, the GOP debate at home alone tonight. Uh, oof, what a night I've got planned. I'm going to watch it so maybe you don't have to. I recommend that you do watch it. We have to find, you know, the right candidate. And uh, maybe the right candidate is going to be in Detroit tonight speaking to the auto workers. Very, very smart. Very smart of Donald Trump to do. Um, but the debate is happening tonight, uh, and we'll tell you all about it tomorrow. And also, we are not going to be having a Glenn Beck special tonight, uh, Wednesday night at 9 usually. But because of the debate, we're postponing it, so we will do that tomorrow night. Also, I'm going to be um, giving an important address in uh, the Mountain America Exposition Center in Sandy, Utah, October 19th, you can get your tickets at eventbrite.com, eventbrite.com. It is um, an important speech that I think everybody, including your children, your older children, should hear. Tickets are only 10 bucks. Get them while they last. That's October 19th. The Glenn Beck Program.